0: You're back. Yes. Welcome to Podcast Bar Architect. There are many apps out there to help you stay ahead of what's happening in your city. Now, there's a website called CityProtect.com. Now, this website, it records police incidents that are happening in your city and local areas. So you can go to CityProtect.com. You can enter your zip code or your town, and it will let you know what's going on as far as the information that the police are putting out there in your city. That's CityProtect.com. <laughs> All right, so I want to tell you the story about movie Tide. Movie Ty, he's the guy that's downtown in your local city. Everybody knows the Movie Ty, but my Movie Ty is downtown Manhattan. So he's right between the 50s and 40s, maybe Madison Square Garden, that area. But he's right in a chunk of where the whole city kind of happens. So now to tell you about Movie tie, I got to tell you how I met him. Because I met him randomly just standing outside of McDonald's just getting off the train in Madison square garden and I'm about to catch the train to Queens, New York for a party. So let's back up, back up, back up. This is a story about how I met movie time. So I have a group of friends that we all went to school together in the Poconos. I went out there for my senior year in high school just for that year. So I ended up meeting people and going back to visit, having a house out there and just hanging out. So I have a friend named Saint and Saint was the house guy. Like when you think about everybody and what crew had, what like our crew was always the love you know, matter of opinion, but it's facts, (laughs) you know? So Saint also had a house in Queens. He had a house in the Poconos house in Queens. Everybody would hang out, but in Queens, it was harder to get to because it's so deep into New York, but it was a holiday, whatever. Long story short, we were about to have a party so on the way to the party what i'm doing is i'm traveling from jersey and i have to pick up the herbal supply you know so what do i do i call my family that live uptown i go to harlem i grab some of the best of the best and i grab some of the better you know all of the good things and i'm getting ready to head to this party now i have a pretty decent supply by now. So in order to get to Queens while I'm in Harlem, I have to catch the two train downtown and then I have to transfer over to the J train to go to Jamaica, Queens, and then it gets crazy. It's, it's a long trip. Nobody from Harlem goes to Queens. Nobody from Queens goes to Harlem. It's just way too far. It's is ridiculous. So while I'm waiting to catch the train and my thought is like, hey, I'm kind of hanging out here. I got a bunch. Of this greenery, you know, let's see if somebody around here wants some long, well, you know, you know what I'm getting into. So now my marketing strategy is you don't want to approach people in New York because you don't know who's a cop or who's with anybody or, you know, it's just a, like I'd rather not do rule of 10 and try to get the rejection or whatever it is. It's just a quick thing. So what I decided to do is I go in McDonald's, I get my food, I go to the bathroom, I roll a nice one for me, you know, some of the, the better, not the, the good, good roll the better and i just stood outside mcdonald's in the middle of manhattan and just lit a blunt yeah yeah and of course my idea worked because just that effect all you hear is yo who has that you know just one of those voices and i just do like a little head nod whatever so the guy that happens to be in his group, I say it's a group of about 12 people, because a lot of times in New York, on the side of buildings, there'll be a, a pathway alleyway will have trees, places to sit down. So they're a bunch of like skaters and dudes in shades or whatever. So the guy that ended up saying, hey, who has that? Ended up coming over to me and telling me that they, a couple people would like it because it smells great. So it's crazy because I'm over there we're meeting people through all of manhattan we're walking from this section to that section we might have scaled about 20 blocks just me with this whole group of strangers while i'm supposed to be on my way to a party mind you everybody's staying over at the house and they're waiting but i'm just you know hippie free spirit so as we're walking we end up just rolling and smoking like we smoked a bunch like i have no idea how much but it was a lot so while we're there I find out that these people that rap, some of them are skaters. They were shooting a music video. And one of the guy that raps, he was down there selling his CD, you know? So this is my guy selling the CD, Movie Todd, who I end up meeting. And meeting so many people downtown Manhattan just because of him, you know? So it gets longer because after I end up leaving with them, catch the train, I go to the party. Mind you, I didn't get to the house about one in the morning. I went to Harlem in the daytime. It was it was light, you know, it was still summertime, but it was light outside. I got there at one in the morning in the Queens. It sounds crazy. You know, caught the J train, caught a dollar van. I think I actually had to catch a cab because the dollar van wasn't even running anymore. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. But that's the movie time I got that I met. He knew all these people. So even going forward to know him in the future, we end up exchanging numbers. Chilling, and I, that's the time of my life where I was going to New York. I was doing poetry shows or I was doing parties or whatever it may be. So I was constantly traveling to Manhattan for different reasons. I was rating restaurants, you know, all the little side things you do when you're one of those people. So, Movie Todd just ended up being a guy that knew everyone, he knew guys at doors. He knew guys that stood out of hotels. He knew every hot dog vendor that we came across. He knew people in shops. He knew the artists walking around. So I ended up meeting so many people just in the venture, just on the way, just happened to take one of those chances. I don't know if that's a safe choice or whatever, but I just hung out with these group of skaters and Union Square Park has a special place for me right now. And they have that the grill, the Jamaican restaurant. And they're right over there. And It's New York City, and that's how I met Movie Ty. I hope my guy is good right now. I got to go check him out. I'm going to Google him. I'm going to Google him and see what's going on. So, on a continuation from the story I was telling before about Movie Ty, I have to tell you about the second time when I met some of them people that were, like, outside of the Hilton and showing us around and, you know he's a cool guy but what I was doing the second time I was actually on my way to a poetry event it was an erotic poetry night one of my first showcases where I actually got paid to do poetry which was crazy because I would just kind of go out and you know free entry free drinks whatever but this is my first time actually getting paid to do poetry and when I showed up of course New York City karate poetry night. I'm the youngest person in the building. I mean, everybody is 40 plus or 60 is, you know, it's black people. We don't know. Never know. But either way. So my thing was, I had that cool. They had massages that they were giving out for free. There was roses and chocolates everywhere. And my thing was that came with me getting paid for the showcase. It came with two drinks, you know, so my thing was, I wanted to go get Hennessy. I was really into Hennessy at the time. I think I was 22, you know, maybe sooner. I'm not sure when I was in Manhattan around this time, but this particular poem. Yeah, I think about 22 for this one. Either way, my thing was always just to get two shots, get the Hennessy, chase with water. My friend G always told me that. It gets there quick. He drink a strong shot and he just it with water. We don't have time for all these juices and everything. But that's good. So while I was at this event, it was surreal just how intimate that you can make a scene, just grown people and seeing the way they interacted and how everyone just sat together and just listened to this erotic poetry. That's one of those events where they're snapping up. You got the very little bit of smoke in the corner, the blue lights, the curtains, and me (laughs) walking up on stage with my drink in my hand And (laughs) said, um, all of you people, I don't know what your man get into, but if he would have been the bomb, he would have been a blue. I don't know. I was just, I was just young and talking trash and had to prove like I'm young, but I'm ready. See, I was on my Beyonce. I didn't even know. I was just early (laughs) on my Beyonce. (laughs) Yeah, but that's all good. But really what I want to do is I want to perform the poem that I did that night because it was an erotic event that I got set up for. I knew a couple weeks in advance. And I usually like to get the obscure things that people don't normally look at. Like you could just do, especially when you're going erotic, you can just do a sex poem straight up and just have it say this, have it say that. You know, like the guy that was talking about having a milk mustache one time at an event that I went to at NJIT. And nobody seemed to like it because once he said milk mustache, all you hear was, you know, it kind of went crazy. So there's many ways that you could do it. I actually heard a poet refer to sex being as an arcade game where he had to put his quarter in and play the joysticks and hit the buttons and all that good stuff. So it can get creative. I say that to say that this poem in particular that I did, it was called phone sex, you know. You would talk to somebody on the phone. You guys would get hot and bothered, maybe not be able to see each other. And that was just a traditional thing. But I put a spin on it. Or I could just got to let you hear it. So this is the best way I can explain it to you. Phone sex. All day I wait for it. So good I will pay for it. I want to hear you say my name. Let your calls collect, I'm just talking phone sex to hear you moan before making that I just can't leave you alone mess, thinking the sheets thrown, sending those ready to bone texts. I'm on my way home and you never known sex the way that you gonna get it. I want you undressed in less than five minutes. I'm racing, hair raising your pool level. I'm ready to dive in it. I come alive in it. I'm there in less than three. Triple X texting me, expressing your need deep. Tell me your fantasies. I'll be making your dreams sweet. Discreet hints what your lady likes. Add scratching, add smacking, head pulling, and baby bites. I keep it low, take it slow, make it last, do it right, play a role, get the cuffs, heat you fast, get the ice. I like late night writing and inviting you to leak off the freak talking and I like to do. I'll be there in two, more like a minute and 26. Reminisce, you can feel the coming licks, and you know the dick mean I'll be there with a vengeance. In a minute and 15, I'll be giving you the business. And then the mind and yours, making your pussy pull, head first, seconds on 44. I'm down a block. I'm already rock. So you don't gotta wait for me to give you what I got all day. Countdown steady, four play, breathing heavy, two, one, here I come. I hope you're ready. I'm over here trying to record, you know, I'm trying to I got you here, I'm reading this poetry, this sex poetry. How's it making you feel? Like, are you you over there? Bubble and you know what I mean? You know how you get one of those uh the firecrackers the sparklers, you feel that little sparkle on the on the button. You know what I mean? Press the goddamn button. Like is it pressing the button? What's going on? Is it good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, it's cool. I just wanna make sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Trying to get this to the world, you know. I don't know how it feels. Just doing something, just trying to do this poetry, this podcasting. Making it happen, I mean, she blushing, so, I guess, you know. Are you blushing? When's the last time you blush? Like, let's just, talk. you know, it's a black man. I don't know if I blush, I mean. Actually, you know what's the craziest thing? I don't even see myself. (laughs) Unless we look in the mirror, we don't even know what we look like. (laughs) I think that's crazy, you know. So focus. That's the message here. Focus. On that spot called the clitoris. That's where we're Like, As long as we can get back. That's the, the clitoris. You press the button on the clitoris and it opens the portals. You know, like a Rick and Morty shirt. You know, how Rick pressed the button, it's the portal. The button is the clitoris. And the portal. Tch, come on. Come on. Are you with me? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, it's way bigger than we all thought it was. It's a euphemism this whole time. Right in front of our eyes. I dig it. I dig it.